Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats, cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want. You dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you, October 5th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday morning. Hope everybody's having a great start to their hump day. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Scooter Dingus. Scoots, how are you? I am great. It is. It's my Friday at work. So I've got the next three days off. Pretty excited. Other than oh. other than radio station work, but that I don't consider that work. It's more of a more of a fun hobby. Oh well, welcome to your fun hobby. Thanks. Wait, what's your fun hobby? Radio work. I, I, you didn't listen, TJ. Nah, I said I, I have to. I said this is my Friday at my actual job. I got the next three days off, other than radio work. But I don't consider that work. It's more like a fun hobby. Yeah, that's what I was. I, I was listening. I just need you to clarify that dumb comment. How's that dumb? It is a fun hobby. It, it's a job. You get paid? Um, barely. You get paid? I do, but... Okay, it's not a hobby. Nah. Not a I, hobby. I disagree. I think you can have hobbies that you get paid for. Do you get paid to golf? No, but that would be pretty That's sweet. It's a hobby. It's a nice hobby you got there, golfing. Oh, maybe I, if you're gambling on it, you might get paid. What, what about play-by-play? Do you consider that work, too? Because I consider, all, I consider that do get, fun. Do you get paid? Yeah. That's work. I just I don't see it that way. Well, that's fine, but you're getting that, that you're would, getting compensation to do a skill. It's it is by definition classified as a job. I I just got to keep that mindset out of my head because if I consider it as a job, then you I'm won't like I'm it. literally always I'm literally but then always just working. But just don't do that though. If you can trick your mind into saying, "Oh, it's a fun hobby," then you could say, "Hey, it's a job that I love. I'm getting paid to do this. It's, there's no better job in America, baby." Well, that's a good way to look at it too. I'm just giving you a hard time, Scoots. I missed you yesterday. <laughs> Roush, how are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Duke didn't fight me on the when he woke up this morning, so I was happy about that. You don't seem okay. What's up? No, I'm fine. Just a little... Uh, tired? Yeah, just a little. Not really, but, you know. I'm pretty get, tired. Getting rolling, I can tell. Pretty, pretty tired. I, uh, That's nice of Duke can, to give you a break. Can I, can I be quite honest with you, TJ? I... Um, 
I watched the House of the Dragon yesterday, and like I just really can't stop thinking about that episode. Just yeah, it was a real great episode. Freaking! Awesome I was about episode. ready actually to like crush it thirty minutes in. I yeah, feel oh, like it was so morbid. I, I was like, this is just like they're just doing Game of Thrones stuff for Game of Thrones sake. Like this is stupid. Like make it good. And I've liked the season. And for that's a whole. What they I did. just didn't like this episode. And I was like, well, this is stupid. They, like, they walled you. They tricked you. They really did. Yeah. And then, like, the final 30 minutes of it was like, well, you can't end it. Like, go more. <laughs> more story, please. Yeah. I'm glad. I was wondering. I was going to ask you if you'd seen it or if you liked it, what you thought about oh, it. Oh, I was so fired up. I had to. Uh, uh, I figured out that the podcast they plug at the beginning of the show, Jason Concepcion is on it. And I've always liked his Game of Thrones stuff. Like he just, I don't know. He they, that's that's the niche that I like of his, and uh, it's pretty entertaining. They interviewed the woman that plays Allison too. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's also just kind of weird. Adult Allison or yes, kid adult Allison. It's kind of weird hearing adult Allison talk, and she's not Allison, but she's mm. kind of Allison, you know. Um, but then she's talking about going on holiday when she was a, a child, and you know, like it's just it's just different. Oh, does she have a Scottish accent? It's a little bit like that. A little bit. Did either of y'all have an issue with the darkness of the episode? I read several articles yesterday about people just PO'd that it was so dark. Every every show is just doing as dark as possible. Uh, yeah, I have an issue with that in almost every Game of Thrones episode, but they're not the only show or movie that just like relies on things being as dark as possible. Uh, the new Hocus Pocus was like... Way too dark for way too many scenes. Hmm. Yeah, you you saw new, that? yeah I was I was I was gonna bring that up uh, yesterday. Watched it Sunday night and uh I uh was entertained. I watched it Sunday night but fell asleep during it the first time and then we finished it Monday. And for what it is, it's a cute it's, little movie. See, and, like, and I think a, people are look going into it thinking like this better be as good as Hocus Pocus. I feel like it's thirty one year olds yeah, back we're in not kids anymore. But back in nineteen ninety three, if I saw Hocus Pocus for the first time, I'd probably be like, Yeah. Cute little movie. That's all it was. But it mm. kind of became a Halloween tradition. I think this one is set up to do the same. I yeah. think the first watch, yep. again, I wasn't blown away by it. But I thought it was, for what it was, I thought it was a cutesy little movie. Yeah, and the only um, the only thing that I would be a little... Like, it, it definitely had such a, like, we're going to make this... Uh, a, it, had, it had the feel of a sequel trying to, like, tie up a lot of things at the end or something like that. Where it's like, I just... I would have liked maybe a few more jokes towards the end, but it was still fine. Like the 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 whole CVS thing made it for me. Yeah, that's yeah, funny. or Walgreens or wherever the hell they were. Yeah, I, I thought the end was was cute. You know, they tie they tie up some loose ends, but I thought they kept it like it was cutesy. Ooh, but maybe, it was maybe in thirty years we get another one. Uh, <laughs> I like the guy that they have to play um, the trickster, the huckster. He's funny. Richard Splett? Is that his name, Richard? The, the guy from Veep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's his name in in the Hocus Pocus, but that's what his name is in Veep. Richard, he's in, he's Richard in a Split, lot of Richard Split things. He's a good comic relief. And then they have another guy from Veep, uh, Gary. Uh, yeah, who I know is Buster, Buster Bluth. Yeah, yeah, Buster Bluth, who's also those two people were hilarious. When I saw them, I was like, oh man, this may be really really good. Wasn't really really good, but again, for the first watch. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. Of a of a sequel, thirty year sequel, and it's also just incredible how good all those ladies look. Like Bette Midler, seventy five. Well, that was, is looks. it the same three? Yeah, that was my thing though. Was that like from sixteen ninety two to nineteen ninety two? They didn't age at all, mm-hmm. wherever they were. 
But then from 1993, I should say, to 2022, they aged totally normally as adults, despite also being away. So 400 years, 300 years, nothing. Then a 30-year break, age normal. And then they come out looking like about 30-year-older witches than they did back in the early 90s. I didn't 90s. think they looked 30 years older. Oh, they definitely. I thought they looked and moved and even acted older because they I mean, yeah, are, that member is 75. Yeah, yeah. But they, no, they I, th- I thought they moved around pretty good. Was that the opening scene when they're doing the flashback to when they were kids? No, no. Because they moved well. I thought they looked well. pretty similar. Except the, the bigger woman, she lost some weight. It's like, you know what? Good on you all. My buddy was like, I really thought that like the child actors were awesome in the movie, and you don't see that a lot. He was like, I really liked them. Oh, the lady who played uh, the main one was great. I was like, yeah, they. I was like, you really liked them. He was like, I liked them an appropriate amount for child <laughs> actors. <laughs> I was like, that's the right answer. That's the appropriate answer. I, I agreed with that as well too. Kids actors are tough, and Game of Thrones and Hocus Pocus, I think, have a pretty good crop of them. Man, that's. <laughs> There's not a there is the, not the, a shortage the, of like Draco looking villainous bad kids <laughs> <laughs> in the child actor Something realm. Something about giving a kid white hair, you're just <laughs> yeah, like you're, he's up to no good. You are a little crap, <laughs> <laughs> and they play the part pretty well. That was uh, I, I I I appreciated the um, the kid who plays Amen though. He's he he very much is. The I'm uh, I'm going to be a badass and a problem down the road. Mm-hmm. Very very much fits that uh, bill well. Um, but the dragon scene, great. The the tension in the the room afterwards. I mean, was just whew, you could cut it with a spoon. Not giving away spoilers because this has already happened in Game of Thrones. But the 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 dagger. Uh, the only yeah. only dagger in Westeros. R- really, the, the, on the, the only the <laughs> only the only one that is in the entire world of Westeros just so happens it's in every major scene in the history of Westeros for about a three hundred year period. Okay, put it, that dagger in a museum. It, it at least makes sense uh, in this context, right? Because it's, I mean. It's the king's dagger, right? The dagger that started a civil war. The dagger that ended the dead army. What can't this dagger do? Yeah, like, put this dagger on the Iron Throne. But like, how did how did they end up getting the dagger even in the last one, right? And in, in or he she took it from what's his name? Yeah, but didn't Ned Stark have it or something for some reason? Oh wait, what are you? Wait, I'm talking about in in their OG Game of Thrones because it came out. Arya get it? Yeah, because. Uh, Tyrion, yeah. Oh, Littlefinger just has it. Yeah. He planted it, correct, uh, to make it look like seem Tyrion. Like the was... Lannisters were the ones trying to assassinate the Starks. Yeah, and but yeah. it was Littlefinger was the epicenter. Okay, correct. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. Got it. Makes what sense. it does for like that 150 years at, in storage. It's in some boxes in Westeros. I don't know, but that knife it gets, just, it gets it's, around. It's hidden under the Great Council table, and just whoever the baddest guy is in there uses it to <sighs> sow unrest. <laughs> Perfect. Within yeah. Westeros. Just like break if break in case of emergency, <laughs> and it's that dagger. <laughs> well, now's the time to do it. Need a civil war? <laughs> Boom. And there we go. <laughs> You're ready to rock and roll. That feels good to talk a little Game of Thrones. But there is a lot in the sports realm that uh, a real fix, a real a real non-fictional place, the world of sports. Oh, the realm. Uh, we are the going, good of the realm uh, of the big blue nation. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, I missed yesterday. We had the daughter, uh, both me and her. Just just cannot, her and I, cannot kick whatever this stupid little allergy seasonal thing we've got going on. 
where it's like we're fine enough to do anything. It's just kind of at night and in the mornings is when we seem to be coughing the most. So I was on baby duty yesterday. It was also her birthday, so I was happy to get to hang out with her for most of the day. Uh, big first birthday. Went to the park and tried to go out to a restaurant, but that didn't didn't last very long. But, mm. uh, yeah, I got to watch her open her presents and stuff like that. So it was a nice little Tuesday for us. Appreciate Roush and Justin carrying the show while I was gone. I was able to listen to about half of it, give or take. And, and Roush, I didn't appreciate all the basketball slander. All of the basketball slander? Mm-hmm. All of it. There was a lot of it? A, a good chunk of it, it seemed like. Yeah, I, I think my overall point was just like, hey, um, you know, when it gets here, it'll get here. And uh, I'll enjoy it then. But, like, I, maybe it's the teasing of the teasing of the teasing that I'm just like, dude, just give me a freaking schedule so we can talk about it for a segment on our show. I've got good news for you, buddy. We finally got a schedule. I'm more excited about the news that didn't break, though, T- Justin, T- Justin, TJ. Justin's got to be more excited about it, too. Did you hear about this, Scoots? Did you hear about this? Did you see about this? Oh, yeah, tap that microphone. Uh, I want Not you sure. to scroll through TJ Walker's Twitter page and see if there's any pictures that might pop for you. Oh, boy. See if there's any one that stands out that you're like, huh, this has me intrigued. Pictures, huh? Yeah. Maybe I should check out TJ's Twitter more often. The illustrations of the English language. Uh-huh. Is it the Gonzaga one? Mm, no, there's another picture in there. It might hurt oh, your feelings, Oh, okay. Though. I got you. No, that's fine. I mean, Jordan Holes is an idiot for going up to try to hey, stand there anyway. That's NBA point guard Jordan Holes. No, Jordy. Tom Green. He, Jordy. Didn't, he never made it to the NBA. Yeah, but Tom Green said he would. And did he, he really? Was. Yes. Because <laughs> he, he did have a nice little college career, yeah. and I feel like his coach just wanted to say something nice to him. And oh, he had a just great. Like, well, this is the peak of it, buddy, before you head it's over to Estonia. It's all downhill from here. Hey, pack your bags for Estonia. No, you're an NBA guard. He, uh, he had a good career over in Germany. Did he? Yeah. Good. He's retired now, but. Good for him. Not totally changed subject. I still think Darius Miller's basketball story is awesome. <laughs> Hometown kid wins a national championship in his final collegiate season. Sweet sixteen and national yeah, yeah, of course uh, that yeah. that aspect of it is enough for it's most also folks awesome. as well. Yeah. And then gets drafted. Part of like you know a ton of UK people that get drafted. Actually, kind of does okay a little bit. Then gets hurt. Can't really stick with the roster again, so he just says, I'm going to make sure I get my money. I'm not going to stick around in the G League. I'll go overseas, get some life experience. Goes overseas, plays, plays really well. I think wins, wins another championship, championship over there. there yeah. And then NBA is like, oh, crap, yeah, this guy can play. Comes back, gets in the NBA. Of course, the end of the – well, I don't know if it's the end of the story or not, but does think that he gets hurt again and kind of against – stall some of his NBA momentum, but even that in its own right, to have that as a 15-year basketball window, that's pretty, better pretty than great. most. Yeah, it's better than most people could I, say. I so did a, for Holes. I didn't know he went to Germany and, and racked up the, the cash. I did a fantasy basketball draft last night, loaded up on the Cats. I think that's a smart move. That's never a bad idea. Yeah. NBA. I didn't know you were an NBA fantasy. Or... Um, I'm not, but DraftKings, the way they do it with that best ball, um, I really like you those because you, yeah, you don't yeah, have to yeah. set a lineup. They just put in the highest scores. Those are a lot of fun. It makes sense because, like, especially with something like basketball or baseball, mm-hmm. that's just so long. Yeah. You got to check all the time. Yeah, but I'm not going to do like a normal league where I got to set a lineup for every day. Now I don't have time for that. Good, good. That's uh, 
funnel development. Where were we? Oh, yeah. Jordy Hull is getting dunked on by John Wall. Maybe there's another future Indiana point guard who wants to get dunked on by Kentucky Wildcat in the near future. Yeah, a lot of whispers that that series is going to get started back up uh, as early as next season. Yeah. The, Let's go. The details of said series, n- no clue. I have no idea where it's going to be. Have you heard anything? I heard neutral home and home. Neutral home and home. Yeah. So similar to like what they're doing with Michigan. You get one neutral game, then two home and home. I don't know where the neutral would be. It would be really cool if it was Yum Center. Um, and maybe that's the details they're hammering out. But when that like – Cal teased a teased, and it just made no sense. And then you're like, oh, well, he supposedly is going to announce a series with Indiana. And it's like, okay, well, then that's what he means by we're going to show you our future schedule and then what's also – Share that you are scheduled going forward. So, like, that that would be the second tease. I also saw Mike Woodson quote Scoots about, like, maybe it's on the table. I have seen that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, sure. There's a lot of whispers around but, UK but and IU. Here's the thing, though. And, and college basketball has gotten really bad about this, or maybe good, depending on how you look at it. But they do those little three-game series. I don't want a little three-game series. I want a commitment to every single year. For, what ter- what? for eternity? Perpetuity. Yeah, like that's, how, blood that's how it should be. Go ahead and cut those palms, Mike Woodson and John Calipari, and then you then spit smooch. and then you shake right on I it d- and you say this is forever. I just I just don't understand the whole let's let's book three games and then come circle back well, after that's over and we'll book three more. Scoots takes that is it's just like that's not how the you world don't even works. know which angle to go after it for because Scoots I mean every series has like an end date to them. Yeah. I know, but I hate oh like we shouldn't have that. For Indiana, Kentucky, there should not be an end. It should be until it should be eternity. State legislative. Yeah. Well, I was I was planning to talk this segment a little bit more about the actual schedule that we do have for this upcoming season, but we'll save that for segment number two, and we will just dive on into this. I, I don't want Kentucky to play Indiana. Ooh, yeah, we know it doesn't help you all. No, yada, it has nothing yada. to do with that. Like it can be a great game for UK, <laughs> but. For the last decade, IU fans just made mess in their pants and have acted like little children about it. Go change it yourself. Handle your own schedule. Don't worry about what the University of Kentucky is doing or not doing. And take care of your own stuff. But you've obsessed over this game for a decade. You've tried to act like Kentucky's the one that's scared to play it. When UK has said, we'll play you anytime, anyplace. We're just not going back to your Cracker Jack arena. And instead, IU... Dragged their feet, cried, whined about it, asked whatever crappy head coach they had in charge every single summer about it for 10 years. And I, I, I do feel like a little extent Kentucky's given in to the baby, letting baby have its bottle. And I don't like that. I don't think you give baby its bottle. Now, if the deal was giving UK whatever they wanted, like, hey, all right, fine. You, we don't have to go to assembly. Then I'd maybe respect it a little bit more, but I feel like Kentucky's probably just going to say, whatever, we'll, we're, enough time has passed. Cal loves Mike Woodson. Maybe he'll. Maybe he's actually finally throwing him a bone. You, you just like dangling that carrot out in front of him. I just don't want to give in. I just don't want to give in to their childish demands. And so it sounds like Kentucky is. It is what it is. You you beat them. It's great. You lose to them. Just know for probably a decade they're going to obsess over the shot over the game. And if it comes down to a final shot, certainly the shot. And it won't matter if you end up. Eliminating their team from postseason play, they'll just still obsess over that I one just, play. So. I just don't think that's fair. I mean, I, I think in the scheme, grand scheme of things, Indiana was the bigger baby, but I think there was babies on both sides. Oh, I, I, so I just both don't, sides. 
That, I mean, there there was there there was give and take and on both fine, sides, Indiana, and neither well, side was given or taken. I think Kentucky made it pretty clear. Like, hey, as did Indiana. Well, hold on here, scooters. Kentucky said, "Listen, we're not going back to your arena. We're not hiding behind anything. We'll play you. We're not going to play you there. So if you want to play in Indy, if you want to play in Louisville, feel free to come. See, to is Rock that is that not weekend. being a baby? Like, no, no, because." Your your mic cut off, Scoots. I'm sorry. Um, and it it it's not being a baby because that's what happened for like all of my life until like the most recent five games. Like that's how the game was played every year. But that is Kentucky saying we will play you. It will be of no benefit to the location for us. We can play in Indy. Don't you think IU fans could get a couple thousand people in Indy? Maybe split that crowd fifty fifty. Maybe even perchance have the home home court advantage in that. And IU said, no, the only way this game is being played is if you play it, if there's an agreement to play it in one specific building, our building. Anything else we're not agreeing to. IU said no twice to the CBS Sports Classic, which they could have been a part of. So IU is in the wrong here, but it's just so fun for national media to pick on Kentucky. And you saw it with the Gonzaga scheduling yesterday. That, like, people just automatically flocked to IU side in this thing when Kentucky was the one that had papers drawn up, that had agreements in place saying, we want to continue this series, but it's going to be neutral. And IU said the series will be discontinued unless you agree to come back to our arena. So IU gave a, it's got to be this one specific thing or it's not, we're not even having the conversation. Kentucky said, we can go to a million places. We'll play you. We're happy to do it. We're just not going to one specific place. And yet, somehow it's been spun around that Kentucky is in the wrong and IU is in the right. I just, I just think both sides are in, have been in the wrong. I'm, I'm not blaming one side or the other. I just think there could have been better communication to, to get it done. I mean, but it, it doesn't matter now. I mean, we've gone 11 years without it, 12 or 10 years without it, whatever it's been. And there's only one side that continue, continually talks about it, and the other side doesn't even bring it up as if it matters in the slightest. So the one side that continues to talk about it was the one side unwilling well, to make the necessary moves to make it happen, where the other side just didn't care. Kentucky doesn't care about IU. Yeah. We do not care about IU. We we don't. I mean, IU has been totally irrelevant. I think the last ten years, and the reason IU fans talk about the game so much is because it means a little bit more to one side than it probably does a another. A lot more. Now maybe at some point. I mean, Scoots was willing to play Kentucky in the Sweet 16 instead of going to a Final Four. Like, that's how much it meant. That's, I mean, that's, that's kind of getting inside the brain to, of an IU fan. Mm-hmm. To that point, it, it, the Kentucky game, and I might get roasted by my own fan base for saying this, but to, to a point, the Kentucky game is our national championship, you know? And that, that's, that's credit to you all and, and where that program is and where it has come from and where it is, like, has gone, you know, all that, like, if we that had, game is huge to Indiana, and I, and I don't disagree. It's way bigger for Indiana than Kentucky. You all don't need the game. We've talked about it in the past. Kentucky doesn't need Indiana. Indiana, to a certain extent, needs Kentucky. does seem like Indiana needs Kentucky because it, 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 that's just true. Over the last decade, there's been one side that talks about it repetitively. The other side just doesn't really care. Basketball programs, they can be cyclical. Maybe there's a time where Kentucky's down in the dumps for a decade and IU's having a lot more success where – UK, I can't. I can't even think of that being a like. Kentucky's always going to be able to schedule whoever they want. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're ever going to look at Kentucky's out of conference schedule and be like, "Oh, I wish we had." You got to put so and so on there. You better well, go get so and so on there. We have fans that bring up different teams, but like over. But 
we make fun of those people for crying about UK's out of conference well, and, schedule. And that's another point in this whole thing is but, that that boosts the non conference schedule for Indiana. We don't we don't hi, or we don't put the teams on the schedule that Kentucky does. Whether the, whether in the, we in the out of conference, that's true. Yeah. It so, is true. I don't know. I, I would think Indiana would be able to schedule who they wanted. Uh, I guess with the exception of Kentucky, and that's why people obsess over it is because maybe it's just you want what you can't have and now that UK is saying like hey no we're not we're not going to your gym it's making IU fans go crazy and Roush you are right there are Kentucky fans that they just are going to need to be on a home and home but you know every every they each UK fan seems to have their own specific team that they think UK should play on an annual basis Mm -hmm. but large all in all once the season starts UK fans have plenty of games to be entertained by I, um, it's not like you get to January and you say, you know, we're in SEC play now. I just wish we would have played IU in December. It would have made this season so much more fun. I will say that happen. I am um, – I've always struggled to have, like, takes about the Kentucky-Indiana series over the last decade because I feel like it's just such a – not a straw man, but there's such I, – I, like lazy summer radio, you can bring it up. You can talk about it anytime you want. Yeah, and I, but and I've also just never cared that much to have a strong opinion on the matter. But once the game gets here and it's a Saturday morning, and um, you you see those uniforms, they're warming up, and you hear the like, and this will be like a twelve thirty tip off. Like I'm gonna get fired up. I'm gonna be fired up for that basketball game. It's gonna be exciting. Mm-hmm. It's gonna feel like when we were kids. Um, I really do hope they do. The the Yum Center and then um, they used to do the Hoosier Dome. That feels like it doesn't it won't work. Probably like the Fieldhouse, yeah, who, Banker's Life. Is that who? Okay, that's no, the Game, bank of, G- game Bridge Arena. Oh yeah, geez, it's not even Banker's Come Life on, anymore, buddy. man. Yeah, I, I knew it. I knew it. It changed things. It was something. the first time I've gotten it right. Change, they've changed the name. <laughs> so it feels good. I, I changes every at, three years, so it's hard to keep UK up. Schedule. So I was literally reading the name of it yesterday. Otherwise, <laughs> I probably would have done the same thing. But I, I'll, be, I'll be excited whenever that time comes, and I'm going to want to kick Indiana's teeth in, even though Scoots is, I think, the only Indiana fan I know. It's it's very different than – and I don't even deal with Indiana fans online either. Like, they're not very active in my Twitter sphere. Um, it's not like Tennessee football fans that get in there all the time. Like, I, I don't know. They're just – Indiana – it's fun beating them up, but I've never had to deal with them like some people have. Like, my dad dealt with them in the 70s when they had Bob Knight, and he can't stand them. So, like – it's much different for his generation. So for them, I'm, I'm going to be happy that the this game's back. Oh. Uh, You're really having some mic issues today. There you Jeez. Go. There you go. I was just saying, we like to let our play talk on the floor. Uh, so not online. You like to talk, no, it's not talk true. Poorly. Right? Fans are really <laughs> annoying online too. But uh, so it seems like something's there's some some rumblings with that game. I thought they were going to release that yesterday, but. Not really sure. Uh, but we do have the actual schedule. It took them long enough. We know we knew UK's 2023 football schedule before we knew UK's 2022 basketball schedule. But it did come out yesterday. And we will discuss it. Uh, I've written about six sentences for each and every game. So we're just, I'm going to run through that. It's going to take about three hours. Mm, good. Uh, so we'll do that. We're going to go long to about 1030 today as I read a uh, breakdown of each and every opponent. Who, I mean, need, who needs the college basketball almanac? How, uh, how <laughs> I, I would have loved to have heard the, the OG sports talker segments back in the day, whenever a schedule got announced. Yeah. There, some of them are pretty tough. I mean, some of them are pretty tough. Like give it a, cause 
I mean, you could have done a whole show on it, right? I mean, I, yeah, yeah. And sometimes the shows were only an hour too, but no, I mean that was still like super informative and hilarious as always. But but you, it, it's also like the the childish exuberance and excitement, uh-huh. you know, like before you're in your twenties, you're like I'm gonna break down every single game. Hey, took up a show. Yeah. It's all that mattered. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about the Kentucky schedule. Kentucky versus Howard. We Who to expect? <laughs> now, which Howard are we talking about here? Howard Schnellenberger. Oh, wow, it should be a doozy. Uh, we'll come back. We will talk schedule. we got to talk football. We've got some updates regarding injuries and players and this weekend and jerseys and fun stuff like that. We want to hear from you on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Remember, if you're on your way into an office, into your office today, Get to authorities. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kay. If you don't want to go to Fist City. If you don't want to go to Fist City. You better detour around my town. Cause I'll grab you by the hair of the head. And I'll lift you off of the ground. I'm not a sin, my baby's a saint. Cause he ain't Welcome. To Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Ah, the best freaking team in all the land. Woohoo! Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, UK 10.5 point favorites over South Carolina mm-hmm. for Saturday. If you're wondering about a line update, 502-414-1450 is the text line. There's an update there, the Thornton's text line. We'd love to hear from you on the Thornton's text line. Send it in. We'll read it on air. TJ Walker, Nick Roush. Justin Kalen, Kentucky Roll Call goes 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. Replay of the show 9 to 11. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcast and leave a rating and review. You can tell Alexa to play Big X Sports Radio. Tons and tons and fun ways to listen to KRC. All right, uh, another little tidbit before we maybe get back into some scheduling talk. Top Golf. <gasps> Going to be open before Thanksgiving. Yes. It was supposed to be open by my birthday and said I was celebrating without golf. What the hell? It, was it supposed to be open by your birthday? I mean, it was, was supposed to be open in like 2018. That was just a projected thing. They were saying fall. So technically, before Thanksgiving, still fall. We're going to have a KRC thing there, right? Oh, yeah. We got to go together. We should, Justin, this is, I know we, we joked about, and it wasn't really a joke, but TJ had our guest getting competition between you and... Um, Old uh, intern Jacob, who could make the big bucks? Here's your chance to make some actual big bucks and set up a remote over at the Top Golf. Ooh, it'd be okay. fun to do the radio. That's show good Top call. Golf. Yeah, then people can actually show up and like play while what? we're there and drink beers. The only only issue, and it's the issue we always run into, we go from seven to nine a.m. So I don't think they open till nine. Well, they might open early for us to let the people know. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun. Well, I may have a. A former coworker that's going there in a sales role, so I might be able to make oh, that hey, happen. Scoots. I mean, this is might just, be able just, to make that happen. You're teeing it up. <laughs> you're getting teed up for you. Come on. I got, I got to reach out to her see if she got the job or not. Yeah, bring it on home. 
her. When you said former coworker, I was thinking maybe you meant Trevor Kelsey. Mm, no, why would I count on him to do anything? Hey. Dude still ain't made a cow promo. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Get the head coach of the basketball program you know, on and nobody at the station you can, remember can that, put together a little promo for you. You remember that like sentence or two I had you voice a couple weeks ago, TJ? I did. So I guess I, I missed it for a day because you all were at home. So I was like, so that we had you do it the next day. And Trevor was like, where's that TJ voice? And I was like, where's my Cal promo? And he was like, you send me that TJ voice over and I'll get you the Cal promo quicker than you can ask out of your bet. And still don't have it. Yeah, well, the thing about Trevor is he's just a liar. So... One thing you got to remember about him is that if he says he's going to do something, he probably will not. It's pretty wild that five years later, I'm still trusting him the way I do, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. on me. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, that's all right. We'll maybe get that Cal promo by 2023 <laughs> if uh, if we're lucky. What, 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 done with Top Golf? We just get back into the schedule talk here. Sure. Okay, we'll okay. do that. Yeah, I know. We're all flustered by Trevor. Gets Couldn't even win gets, the lottery last fr- night either. Gets frustrated. Make up for, that would be his ultimate, like, all right, guys, sorry for all of the things that I've sucked at for all these years. <laughs> Here, we won the lottery. Yeah, but then somehow he'd lose the ticket, or he had misread a number, and he didn't actually win the lottery, or turns out that he, since he hadn't paid his taxes for the last like 40 all years. all the money is just like gone. The, go- the, the government just like, no, sorry, you all aren't getting yeah, any Trevor's the one we, do- even if he does win, somebody else got to cash that. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt about it. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. It, it cannot be him be the one that, do- that does it. Okay, so, oh, uh. UK swimming and diving taking on the Hoosiers today at 11 a.m. Ooh. Good luck. Went to, oh, wow. Good luck. Are the Hoosiers the real deal in the pool? Swimming's our best sport, yeah. I thought it was soccer. uh, Soccer or swimming. Consistently, both are are pretty dang good. By the way, I think UK men's soccer moved up to number three in the polls, which is pretty exciting. Good Mm. stuff. Uh, Yeah. Anyways, trying to get to UK's basketball schedule. That popped up first. All right. So, first, Howard. Nice of them to name their university after Howard Schnellenberger. Shouldn't be an issue for Kentucky. Second, Duquesne. Duquesne. The Dukes. It's the school in Pittsburgh. Everybody forgets is in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it also is a team. Remember that one time their bus got stuck in the snow? Yeah. 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 One time my wife lost her cell phone in Pittsburgh, and somebody found it and said, hey, I'm studying at Duquesne. You can come pick it up here. And we went and we picked it up, and we tried to give them money, and they said, no, I'm happy to just pass it up, fork it over. Wow. So that's a nice That was event. so nice. So Duquesne, good people. Good people. Yep. Bad basketball team. Yep, the that's, Dukes. And by the way, that's the tribute classic presented by Kentucky Tourism. So I know that's an event a lot of people look forward to every year. That's mm. uh, that's when that gets underway. Um, that, it, but and it is a little unusual. Two two tune ups before well, the Cats head to Indy for the Champions used to Classic. That used to be the norm, and yes. then they moved the Champions Classic to the first game. But I think this year it happened to be on the voting Tuesday, and it's it, totally impossible for uh, people to go to a basketball game and vote on the same day. It's you just, you know cannot, that's not it, though. Cannot right? be done. That's what they said. No, no, but it's not. It's it's ESPN doesn't want to lose ratings to cable news networks. That, no, it's because everybody has to be able to go vote. So it's, that's that's the deal. I think it's not. I nope, think it's they're TV. Hard, they're hard <laughs> they want their ratings. <laughs> it's it's definitely the so they, money aspect. So they they, they, not they the, can't come out and say that. Not the altruistic, <laughs> like, we just want everybody to vote. 
Yeah, that seems probably more realistic. Uh, Michigan State, Tom Izzo, incredibly overrated. South Carolina State. It is a state, I can confirm. What? Does Michigan State actually, like, are they good this year? Uh, They should not be that good. Although that's usually when Tom Izzo has his better teams is when their expectations are low. But I I just can't even think of a player on their team right now besides that they still have the Marquette transfer. That was a twin (laughs) where they split up. Uh, actually, I'm not 100% sure if he's still there. I, he should be. What's his name? It's on the tip of my tongue. I don't know. They were the big white guys, so. though. One uh, went to Virginia, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, there's a little part of me that just wants to say Howard, but I think Howard's on, on, my, on my brain. Hauser. 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 Joey Hauser. Newt started with an S. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. An S, yeah. Uh, um. All right. Then the next one is Gonzaga. As we're going through our aerial sky high, I think view. South Carolina just beat South Carolina State in football. So maybe Kentucky football can scout the opponent. Uh, that, that, there you go. Not sure if it works and that way. And then Gonzaga. All right. Uh, uh, this away Sp- or neutral site? Spokane Arena. I saw somebody tweet this, and I don't know who it was, but it, it is true. So UK listed as a road game, Gonzaga listed as a neutral game. Just bust open those contracts, baby. Who's, says it's who, a home and home. Who's getting the money? Like, who's getting the money? Gonzaga. Because Gonzaga, if it's a neutral game, fork on over that cheddar. Like, <laughs> neutral means, you know, let's just do it 50-50. So, let's look at the contracts. If, if it's a if it's being portrayed in the contracts that everybody signed as a neutral game, then UK should change it and say, hey, it's we're, we are... We're going to be financially making a lot of money from this game. We get part of the ticket sales. It is, by law, neutral. If that's not the case, and I suspect that it's not, that Gonzaga has the right to sell their tickets, to open this to their season ticket holders as part of the season ticket package, they're getting the concessions and the finance, you know, all that stuff, however it breaks down, then, sorry, Gonzaga, it's not a neutral site game. And to watch the same group of dorky national media members, all of which, Roush, a UK Gonzaga game, hey, you dweebs, it's good for you. It provides you content. It provides you things to talk about. It is good for college basketball when good top teams play one another. But, of course, because it's Kentucky, people just have to scramble for an idiotic and stupid take. I will say, though, Cal did just give them ammunition with his, like, they don't want us to win. Like, he just didn't need to say that. Who cares if he didn't need to say that? Yeah, but, like, they're they're traveling across the country to go play at Gonzaga. Who cares? No other team does this. Nobody ever says Villanova's games in downtown Philly are neutral site games. That never, never freaking happens. Yeah, this, uh, this is a road game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, just a road Cal, game. Cal saying that though, just like open the door. You, know, he gave him an inch, and they're taking them all. And I, and you know, they're going to do that regardless. And part of it is because UK has their own media members sometimes that go after Cal with stuff like this. Uh, don't give in to the dorky, dorky college basketball national media that just looks for any sort. Uh, any sort of thing that they can crush them. Seven thirty though, we did get a time on that. Really like that because that is right after those 4 o'clock NFL games. And so you might be able to hook some people in before Sunday Night Football gets going. Hopefully so. I like the way you're thinking with yeah, that. Yeah, Because that's usually – got like that hour time in between games. If you're, if you're one of those who watches it all day, 
That's like your dead end, time. End of red zone, but you still got a little time before. Yeah. Right. 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 So that, that's. I thought they picked a good start time. Um, I, I'm. I don't want to jump all the way ahead, but uh, it's only two games ahead. Michigan at 1 p.m. on ABC. Would have loved for it to be at 11 a.m. I. Because I, I, yeah. the the London games. I. I didn't realize how much I liked morning football, but now I'm a dad who wakes up early. So having morning fo- football is great. It's pa- freaking awesome. Packers in their first uh, trip to London town this weekend. They'll be the 9:30 game. Yeah, so I, I would have liked to have that as 11 a.m. Eastern time, and then you don't have to compete with football. Like that's going up against NFL. Or you could have just even done like you couldn't even work out just noon and be like, hey, while people wait for football. They're going to be able to watch the first first half, half, and then if it's a close enough game, they may be enticed to say, hey, I'll catch the second quarter of the NFL. I'll miss one quarter of it. One just seemed like the worst for that possible. Yep. Uh, One more thing about Gonzaga, and I'm sure the text line will bring it up. How nobody is – nobody – Gonzaga, you just got bullied into playing it like that you didn't want to because Gonzaga fans are big mad. They're, they're super worked up. About well, then, I mean, if they were so mad about it, then be they mad could at have your had own, a, Yeah, be mad at your own school. A lot yeah, harder of a game can't. than Pepperdine. Be, yeah, be, be mad at your own school. Oh, no, more Gonzaga fans are going to be able to attend a game. And you know who was the most worked up about this? We've already brought him up on the show today. Is it Goodman? No, Trevor Kelsey. Hey, again. Wait, Louisville fans are worried about Kentucky's schedule? Believe it or not. Oh, my God. It's their favorite topic. Kentucky's schedule. Their football team. They don't play nobody. Their basketball team. They don't play nobody. Shut the hell up. Seriously. And I haven't been outside yet since our show started, but on the way in, it did look like the sun was rising in the east. So, yes, Trevor Kelsey was whining and crying about UK's basketball schedule. Louisville's not coming hey, schedule Trevor, outside of Hawaii. Hey, hey, Trevor, I know you're not listening to this. For all we know, you're probably still awake. You'll be waking up around 3, or no, show starts at 3, 2.15. L chickened out of a basketball game with DePaul. DePaul. This year, this year, L should be playing at DePaul, but... <laughs> Kenny Payne, smart fella, knows how bad his team is going to be and said, I can't take that road loss to DePaul. Not this year. Can't do it. We got to get out of this game. They chickened out of a game with DePaul. So I don't need Trevor Kelsey, fan of team that chickens out of game with DePaul, to tell us that because we're playing five minutes away from Gonzaga's campus that it, it should be considered a neutral site game. This is a road game. It'll be treated as such. And it's a really Kentucky should be complimented for their bravery, heroic even to travel across the country with this team to go play a little startup program Gonzaga. So everybody, let's give it up for the cats. And we got Scoots clapping too. He gets it. He get he gets it. Uh, uh, can, you know what I'm more worked up though about? What's that? It's the next two games SEC Network Plus. The one that really bothers me is the Bellarmine. It's like. Put, okay, North Florida, sure. Who gives a damn? Um, but are you going to want to go to that Bellarmine game? And they don't have a time on it, which I don't love. Seven is the one I'm seeing. Oh, I'm on the UK official website. And oh, they don't time. have like dates on some of that schedule that they have. Um, I'll get dates, just not the time. They're all over the place on some of that stuff. I'm seeing seven for that. But like Florida A&M later on, like I, I just or, or yeah, I, I don't know. But the in-state school, it'd be nice if people in the state could easily watch. 
that I want to go to that Bellarmine game. But yeah, you're right. Like for people that can't go to it, but you shouldn't maybe going up to shenanigans for that Bellarmine game would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Shenanigans is Bellarmine bar, you know? Oh, you could be the rivals like Ooh. playing against them. Just, like, you walk in with UK you... fans went in there and just like talked a ton of crap. <laughs> just like really mean, like treated it like, like the most intense rivalry game of all time. <laughs> Bellarmine fans are like, what the hell, dude? Like, we were just happy to come up here and grab some wings and a beer. You, you could toss out of a bar. Yeah, we were just we were starting fights <laughs> yeah, at a Bellarmine yeah, bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Um, all right, so uh, after Gonzaga's North Florida, that's in the northern part of Florida. Mm-hmm. Then the Bellarmine game, I'm giving you just some analysis on all of it. A uh, Bellarmine one, no, nothing goofy to say. I'm excited about that one. Mm-hmm. That like More games like that, I think, would make Kentucky fans that even can find anything to whine about the schedule – I think that would be kind of your your foolproof way mm-hmm. of not uh, allowing even them. But that's the thing is that like the Murray states, the Moorhead states, they all are expecting return well, games now, and it makes it more difficult. The difference though, TJ, is like here's the here's here's just the the most wonderful lesson we are all going to learn in this. You can't please everybody. Because here's the thing, people ain't that the truth. Like we're from the Louisville Catholic community, right? We people are. are fired up for this Bellarmine game. But, like, I'm sure there's people in different parts of the state that don't give a damn. It's just another in-state team they play. Same thing happens with all, like, Northern Kentucky. I know they were fired up. That community was fired up when the Norse got to come down here, especially a team that was a D2 program for a long time. They were fired up. But it probably didn't register on other people's radar. Like, that's that's how it works. You can't please everybody. What? Yeah. Well, let me ask you that though. Like, what do you when you see a Murray State on the schedule or a Moorhead State? I remember UK. I think Cal's yeah, first he played Preston home, Spradlin. Yeah. home game was against Moorhead State. Uh, Calipari's first home game as the UK head coach. What do you? So th- like th- those aren't regional to us, but I still love them. Yeah, yeah. I still do too. Um, but what, like Western, Murray just Western's quit. the only one that I like don't care about, and it's similar to the IU. Just like shut up, and maybe we'll play you. Yeah, like, and it also like. We don't have to play you, so don't whine about having to get a home and home. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just don't. Now, if they were like, we're going to play um, Murray State at the Owensboro Sports Complex that hosts 8,000 people or something, that'd be cool. I could be up for that, but like you don't, we don't need to go to your Cracker Jack arena. And I do think that every so often Kentucky should like throw some of the in-state schools a bone and do a return game or do something special. Like going to Pikeville this year is cool, throwing just, a bone to that area. I just think like places like Western Kentucky and even IU and even to a bigger extent Gonzaga, it's like don't agree. Just shut. Don't either do play Kentucky or don't. And then if you don't, then don't whine about what Kentucky what's like what the stipulation. Kentucky is running its own basketball program. It doesn't have the feelings of IU in the back of their mind when trying to figure out what's best for the UK basketball program. I know Mitch Barnhart wants to save us FCS football with his scheduling technique, but UK basketball needs to look out what's best for them, have big games to get their own fan base excited while also having a competitive schedule where you're not going to trip up and have some silly losses. Uh, the Michigan game we talked about, that's in London. Before COVID, I thought this was a cool idea. I even looked into going to the game. Post COVID, this was a total mistake. Uh, This, I I bet Michigan would take it back if they could. UK would take it back if they could. I like the idea behind it. It just the pandemic ruined it, and it never got the momentum back. Yale, one of those educational schools. Mm -hmm. UCLA and Madison Square Garden was Yale. Just beat them out. Please beat Mick Cronin by a million. 
Yeah, Juzang's gone, right? He's gone. They still have Hawkins, though. I just, I, I like Javi Hawkins. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he is. What uh, are you going to say about was, Yale? Was Yale, Kentucky's played some Ivy Leaguers but they, in the NCAA tournament, but it was never Yale, right? They played Cornell. Played Princeton. In Princeton, but never Yale, I don't think. Probably at some point they've played Yale, but no, I don't think, in, in, the re- I don't think in the recent era. Yale, Big Blue history. Yale and, beat UK women's basketball and ended Ryan Howard's career. Ah, that's that's what it is. That's what it was. They beat him in Bloomington. Yeah, Kentucky's only played Yale and once, and that was in 1961. Rounding out the non-conference schedule, December 21st, Kentucky plays Florida A&M. I need to learn more about Florida's the, mining school. The Rattlers. Yes, the they are. The Rattlers. They're HBCU, got a great band. Maybe I'll bring the band. I think the Cats played them in 04 as, uh, when UK lost to UAB. Ooh. I think they played them the 16 16 one game yeah. okay and Call actually kind of struggled in that game did not look great you could almost see something bad coming with the way they looked against Florida A&M if my memory serves me correctly uh, and then they then conference play starts Missouri on the road December 28th and then it gets back to the Louisville game on December 31st New mm. Year's Eve noon o'clock start everybody loves the noon o'clock oh yeah on New Year's Eve Everybody loves it. What were you going to say, Scoots? Scoots, bang your your microphone. I think Trevor's just really messing with you. I don't know. You know, when we don't have mic issues, when we go from home. (laughs) It is true. Yep. It is true. Oh. I want to hear what Scoots has to say, darn it. Damn it, Scoots. Talk. What are the numbers besides the team? The small numbers. Numbers besides the team. I don't. Don't see small numbers. I do. I'm on UK's official website. It is. I don't know what you're watching. Um, scroll to the bottom. It's in fine print, Scoot. So, Florida A&M, number five, is the Unity Series. It's like UK's oh, playing a couple of HBCs. That's the Unity Series. Everybody yeah. circles their calendar for it's it. The, it's one of the special. Is that what you're looking at? No, I'm on the UK Athletics one. Oh, you're looking at the schedule schedule and not the graphic. Yeah, I like I, cool graphics. I made that pretty You cool. know me. I'm big on... Um, on three, you know, right? We've got we've got a graphics department. Okay. Big graphics guy. And then the last technical out-of-conference game is January 28th against Kansas in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. So there's UK schedule. I bet you thought I was joking when I said I was going to go through the out-of-conference games. Uh, I was not. So there you have yeah. it. Yep, we did it. We made it. So, uh, yeah, kind of crazy. that uh, Suck it, Gonzaga. You had UK come into your own city and tell you where you're going to play the game and most likely going to go in there and probably beat you. So, Roush, your Unity Series thing doesn't make any sense. So, they've got a zero by the Blue-White game, one by Duquesne, two by Michigan State, and then a one by South Carolina State, one by North Florida, two by Michigan. That's the Tribute Classic is number one. Number two is the, uh, what are they calling it's. Two is the Champions Classic. Three is the Hall of Fame game. Four is the CBA. Like you got to read the fine print at the bottom, Scoots. I can't read that fine print. It's yeah, tiny. Well, why don't it's you get better su- eyes? It's super fine. Get better eyeballs. <laughs> Man, I still cannot get over that stupid Vanderbilt logo. It, it just, I, it, It's really throwing me off when I see it. Villanova. Yeah, or, I mean, they wish they were Villanova. Huh. Which one team from the Bahamas would you want back on the schedule? Tech Day Monterey, BC Mega. I want to play M- Mega B Max that had the pink jerseys from oh, yeah. four years ago. Mm-hmm. They were a good time. All right, there's UK schedule. It's cool that it finally came out. Uh, this should probably be like in August, 
thing that we're doing here. Not definitely not into <laughs> middle of or not middle of October. But I mean, but like the early games October. are starting in, in a matter of days. Yeah, it's wild and we that just it took now forever. Uh, supposedly, the hiccup was UK had another team on that Gonzaga date, and they were having some trouble moving that team that was on the Gonzaga date, and then also. Uh, I, I do think that there was some back and forth about where the game with Gonzaga was going to be played. Gonzaga didn't think that their fans were going to get so up in arms about it. And then Gonzaga said, hey, well, can we switch some stuff up? And I think Kentucky said, well, no, you can't. We agreed to it. And so there is your 2020-2023 basketball schedule. A lot of late games, but hopefully it's uh, a year, very important year, that Kentucky gets the number one seed with Louisville hosting the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight, a regional this season. Hour number one, done of Kentucky Roll Call. Hour two, we're going to switch it over to the football side of things. Huge game this weekend for the Cats and a nice bounce-back opportunity. We are going to discuss that. Injuries, jerseys, all this fun stuff. Don't go anywhere. KRC, hour number two, coming up next. If your eyes are on me, you're looking at country. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. And Roush said he wanted to take the next 10 to 15 minutes for a touching tribute to Aaron Judge. Roush, the floor is yours. No more Aaron Judge on our college football Saturdays. <laughs> what a day. You want to talk about – that's how you really get people who don't care about baseball to care. You shove it down our throats so you force us to cheer for him so we don't have to see his stupid face ever again. Yeah, I don't know if it all checks out, but – uh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Sure, sure. Sure enough. One plus two equals sixty-two. And yeah. So, is he hit another one? No. No. Just it, it did lead off the game though. That was kind of cool. Did you see the kid like jump from the stands? Is that the kid who <laughs> got it? They didn't really zoom in no. on what happened with the ball. No, the ball got caught by a guy. I think it was a guy in a black shirt. The kid was. It was actually pretty smart. The kid that jumped out of the stands. I think was just going down there if there was a rebound opportunity or if it just like bounced off the wall and came back down. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was wise on his part to make the jump down, but it didn't work Couldn't out. Could they for just him. not get let you keep the ball though? If you do that, do you trespassing at that point? Yeah, maybe. Or you just say no, I have it. Take it from my cold <laughs> I, dead hand. I do end up. I do wonder what ended up happened to him. Like, did he get back to his seat? Did he have to two get broken, escorted out? Two broken knees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, that could have been a yeah. large fall. He really could have gotten hurt. Uh, that's uh... wait. So he did hit another home run. No, it was just. I mean, he hit a sixty-second home run. Yeah, just the sixty-two. Yeah, he did and then they a well, one. yeah, that's what I mean. Then they took him yeah. out. Oh, yeah. They so took he him out after yeah that? he went out to the outfield after to f- play the field. And then the coach came out and said, all right, you're done. So he got a nice standing ovation as he left the field. It was a cool moment. He could have broken the record. He did break the record. The real record. No. 
The real record's like 72, isn't it? Yeah, but he could have I mean, game could have gone to extras. He could have just really been locked <laughs> just in. Been on a tear. <laughs> <laughs> How many more games did he have left? Uh, I think they just have one. Oh, just wow. tonight, yeah. Wow. Almost blew it. Any chance the Red Sox can sneak in? <laughs> no. I always forget that there's like <laughs> how what six teams make the playoffs now in the MLB. Uh, yes. Yeah. And one team gets a bye. Yeah. I so no. So I learned it's six teams, two get a bye, and we have a three game series this weekend. So there's two wild card. Two teams. wild card series on each side. It's NFL playoff format, basically. Gotcha. Old NFL playoff format. I mean, not that this is like the first year that they've done this for the MLB. Well, but this I is s- the first year that they've done a three-game series on the weekend instead of just one-game playoff to get to the DS. Oh, is it? Is it? So I, okay. I do I do like that because the one-game one-off, I know the stakes were high, but that's kind of a crapshoot, you know? Yeah, I've been so checked out of baseball for so long. It hasn't hasn't pertained to me, but... Yeah, I think there's actually there's two wild-card series, and those feed into... The DS. On, yeah. Yeah. Next week. Uh, I've seen the, the Barstool guys really making fun of the Mets for their meltdown. Oh, yeah. They were up by a ton and lost the division. What a bunch of losers. Yeah. Now they play the Padres in the wild card. Not ideal. Oh, that's not ideal. And I'm sure they're probably on the road. Or are they? Uh, they start at home. The oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Did the Padres get their drug guy back? Yeah. Do they get the drug guy back? I don't think so. Who's the drug guy? I don't know. They had some Tatis. good guy. Oh, yeah. Tatis who got suspended for drugs? they get him back? No drugs? Yeah, I don't know if he's back yet. I'll look into that. Yeah, you let us know. I don't think so, though. Well, I don't want the Yankees to win. Don't want the Blue Jays to win. Don't want the Rays to win, although I don't think I don't know if they made it or not. Mm. Who? Nobody in the AL East needs to be going far into the playoffs. You said the Rays? They yeah. made it. They play the Mariners in round one. The Blue Jays make it? They did. Yeah, don't need them winning either. <laughs> All right, go Mariners, I guess. <laughs> Who came out of the Central? It's terrible radio. Um, Central. AL Central. Indians. Indian. Oh, can't well, the Indians are in the wild card. Can't, can't so. Guardians. Over, oh, yeah. Guardians. I know it wasn't Guardians. the White Sox. <laughs> Gosh, was it the it. Twins? Process of elimination. We'll get there eventually. Freaking Garden. Guardians. You'd think if you did a sports radio show, you'd be a little up to date with yeah, the Yeah, but it's baseball. And no, we don't talk a lot. Yeah, the, the it was Indi- the Guardians. Yeah, they did win. Shoot, I almost said it again. Yeah, watch it, pal. Jeez, I'm going to get canceled. Yeah, you sh- you certainly are. <laughs> the Astros won the West, Guardians won the Central, Yankees won the East, and the NL, Braves, Cardinals, and the Dodgers. Oh, man, the Pittsburgh Pirates came in last. Who could have seen that coming? Look at the Reds, though. Look at that record. They got one more game to avoid 100 losses. 62 and 99. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> a lot of pressure. You don't want to, I mean, triple digit losses could be 100, could be 999. Yeah. When you yeah. Think about it. The, so. the A's and the Nationals are the only teams with triple digit losses. All right, there's oh, and the baseball Pirates. update. We'll get back to baseball in August 2023. <laughs> so I hope everybody enjoyed this <laughs> that five soon. minutes. Uh, that's all you're getting for about 11, 9, 10 months. <laughs> all right. Text on into the Thornton's text line. Roush, chrome helmets for this weekend. Woo! Chrome domes. They really threw us off using the blue helmets and all the graphics last week and then just wearing the white helmets when push came to shove. Not important. But what? so they were wearing the chrome domes at practice, so everybody's just assuming that means chrome domes. Yep, wear your game helmets during your practice week. That's a safe assumption, especially weird ones like chrome. Just want everybody to get on the same page with them. Well, you know, you you like the way it feels. you got to 
if I don't know if you remember it or not, but like the first few days where you would wear a football helmet, there's like a I don't know, it's just uncomfortable. It takes a little mm-hmm. while to kind of get your your head to get used to feeling it. For so, sure. So uh, Chrome Domes that's coming out wear, this Saturday. That's why I'd wear the little flag football helmets in my free time, just to always stay Ready. locked in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. It's like the guy who carries the basketball everywhere he goes. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we did talk to the offense last night. There was a couple interesting things. And R- Rich did make this point, and Luckett had kind of noticed it as well. Kentucky's actually really good against the Blitz. They stink when it's just four or five guys running a basic twist. Like, it all goes to hell in a handbasket over, like, basic stuff. So they're getting the good stuff down. Like, the hard – they're passing the hard questions. They're getting the hard questions right. It's essentially they know how to parallel park, but they can't pass the eye test when it comes to pass protection. So fix that. Um, I also thought it was interesting, too, that it's like, hey, Will was really good at running it. He hasn't really run it this year. It's like, well – He's getting hit a lot. We'd like for him to not get hit more by running him. Um, and also, he's done really good in the pocket, so we're going to we're gonna keep him doing the pocket. It's like, okay, that makes sense. He, um, he's, I still agree with what you said Monday. I'd like to see a few more rollouts, put the ball in his hand, allow defense to break down. You got too many good re- – his arm strength is too good, and you have too many athletic receivers not to just roll the dice on some – backyard school BS, as we'd call it back mm-hmm. in the day, where somebody just uh, – a boy, you could the really – The T.J. Walker flag football captain Really, I mean, yeah. and with him being able – it reminds me a lot of myself just being able to chuck that bad boy 70 yards like it's nothing. <laughs> so you get him outside the pocket, and then you see a DB make a mistake, take a step in, and you got Dane Key running deep across the field. Mm. Let the old gunslinger – let it loose. Let him sling the guns. Let it, let it rip. Just – don't do any of the other gunslinger off the field stuff. Ooh, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. and keep keep that gun away. Yeah, keep that. In but your in all holster. seriousness, I under that logic makes sense. What the coaches are saying, mm-hmm. he is taking too many hits, and he has been pretty good in the pocket. And I think when he's in the pocket, they they're giving the defense plenty to chew on. As is, you got running backs, you got people in motion, you got people going long. I still would be a little bit more versatile, especially in close games. And maybe even go a series where you do multiple plays where you kind of get him outside the pocket and then allow the defense to have to talk about that their next break. Uh, hey, are they going to keep doing this? Are they going to – It's a. I think it's something that will be utilized at some point by UK's offense. I think it probably should be more utilized, but that their rationale at least checks out where I, we can't really bash them for it. I just disagree with it. Like, I, I I shouldn't say I disagree with it. You just like I, seeing Will Levis jump over people. I, I, I do yes, enjoy that's, that. That's I do the, enjoy that. Which is fair. I, I like watching him jump over people as well. I think their logic is correct. I would just add the caveat of like, but you also should do some rollouts too. That's fine. He's been good in the pocket. It's been working. But get him outside the pocket. Well, and also. If he takes a few more hits, he's probably going to take them anyways. Because it, and I think especially because it doesn't look like he's. Like when he's feeling the pressure, it's get rid of it or he's taking a sack. Like there hasn't, we haven't had that step up in the pocket, evade the rush, and then scramble for a few first downs. That it feels no. like if he's going to get any yards, they're really hard earned and they're like one or two. Right. That's like why I'm talking more time. like design. Like, hey, the pocket's rolling out with you yes. as you go yes. along with it, and you haven't, you really haven't seen a ton of that. 
Um, you haven't. Nope, nope. But you, but then again, like it was towards the end of last year that you saw him start to run a little bit more. Well, yeah, and then that was the other thing too. Um, Rich is, and, and some of it is trying to figure out this new guy, how much of it's coach speak or not. Um, but he does get the sense that the offense really is starting to come together to click. And people forget how long it took Liam Cohen's to click last year, right, to really yeah. start ma- having a smooth operation. You're just getting Chris Rodriguez back. And Chris, he spoke for the first time in the media since his offseason shenanigans. Um, so it had been since the spring game back in April. Uh, but he made the point yesterday. He's like, you know, last year was all about everybody's coming down so Wandale can make a big play. Well, now, like, we have all these receivers. They're opening up running lanes for me. So uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what this offense can do against a South Carolina defense that doesn't terrify me. I don't think they do a, a ton of things. that They'll probably still bring a lot of blitzes, right? Like, Yeah, I saw that stat going around yesterday. They're one of the most blitzing teams in the country, but only just, have four sacks on the year. Yeah, leaves them, leaves them vulnerable for some big plays. So it could be, a, could be a fun day for the U.K. offense Saturday night at Kroger Field. If you're South Carolina's coaches and you know that stat exists, do you think to yourself, like, we maybe let's stop blitzing so much. Let's change because if we're not going to get to them one way or another, we may as well help out our DBs. Or do you say, "Hey, this is our style. We're we're due. Like we're due to get more sacks. It, we're just it's a matter of time." This dude came from WKU, so I'm wondering if that was just like a, "Hey, this is how you got to live and die in Conference USA because your secondary stinks." So maybe he's not used to having good defensive backs, and it's just like, "All right, well, we're just going to live and die by the blitz." I would think eventually they would slightly change things up, but eh, South Carolina, keep keep doing your bad football. Keep the body guessing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, good time at Kentucky football practice yesterday. Did Chris say anything that was super nothing too crazy, like, other than it was just like did his he apolo- first hit. Did he apologize? Nope, didn't, didn't, did not. Nobody said, "How dare you, Chris?" Yeah, Make taking money out of dying patient children's patients. Gosh, I do. There, I seeing him in in person at Ole Miss. Not that in person matters, but just seeing the way he ran uh, a, a, against the Rebels, I think he could have a monster back end of the season. Oh yeah, like I, th- I think that like while we talk about rollouts and we talk about how exciting the wide receivers are, there there is a little piece of me that's just like focal point number one on the offense. That dude. Yeah. Give him the ball and give it to him. He caught different... four passes for or three passes for 40 yards. He was second in the team in both categories, yards that's, and that's... receptions. Yeah, I know NFL teams don't really love him, but that's a that's good. That's a good way to yeah, make him exactly. fall in love with you. Yeah. So, um, and how about we fall in love with this text line? I'm ready to fall in love with the Thornton's text line, just like when I go inside of Thornton's and I see me a big, fresh donut. Ooh, man. Love their donuts. I uh, love when I check my Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app and I got a nice 10 cents off per gallon. Can always use that. Yeah, what's up with gas getting back up about around $4 again? Yeah, I'm not crazy Come about on. it. Not crazy about I it. I didn't realize that yesterday. I, I got 40 in my gas tank. Didn't even fill it up. I was like, what? Crept up. Yeah, that's why you got to download the Refreshing Rewards app to get, some, get, get a chunk of change off whenever you stop in today. Uh, John's texting in, says, here again. They use pork brains in their sandwiches at this Evansville Fall Festival. Used to use calf brains, but ever since mad cow disease, they stopped doing that, I believe. I will do a review on it. Got to go. Talk to you later. 
I'd like to see that review. I would not like to taste that. What were you all talking about? They they eat brain sandwiches. Brain sandwiches at the Evansville Fall Festival. It's a big deal. People in Evansville love their fall festival. Love it. And I guess it's for the brains. That's why would people want to eat the brains? Uh, I, I don't That's know. what we were wondering. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Another texter asked, Scoots, why the terrible music for 12-year-olds? It's great music. TJ, by the way, did you hear the end of the show yesterday? I did I did not hear the very oh, end. Oh, I told man. Roush, I was like, Nick, yeah. or TJ is going to be so mad. He played the Lil Wayne versus Down, and I just crushed it. I played the whole thing. Yeah. Because mm. yeah, we got out a little early, so yeah. I had a little to burn. Yeah, I got, she gets I, down low for me. I got I got booed doing that song during karaoke one time. <laughs> I was way too drunk. I, somebody canceled, and I just wanted to get on stage because I knew I wasn't going to be able to wait two hours. I was like, yeah, I, I know can't this believe song. you got can, booed doing can, that song too. No, it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> like I, you know, if you get behind on that song, you're just you're you're host. Yeah, yeah, and I, and also like you got to have the high pitch for the singing the vocals. <laughs> and, Unless you're, you know, I think I was like doing the little Wayne version and Chris Brown. He was it's Chris Brown, right? No, Jay Sean. Jay Sean, yeah, Yeah. is one of his two songs. Exactly. Okay, that's what it is. Uh, Jay Sean. I think I I got behind on the little Wayne part, and then Jay Sean was singing, and I realized it, and I tried to switch, and then I was behind on that. It was a disaster. (laughs) Sounds like a fun time. They say one of the worst performances Patrick's had ever seen. Oh man! Another text says Nick couldn't help himself from throwing shade at the basketball team. Also, Nick, a lot of families could have been on fall break last weekend. Just another way to lean on his basketball team uh, and to show his play and to show his playing up Matt Jones' dislike for Cal. Okay, first things first, Texter. Wouldn't fall break entice more families to go to camp out? I don't think so. You make plans. You go to lakes. You go home. Either way, people. Turnout wasn't great. Secondly, like if I'm throwing shade at basketball, it's just because it's football season, and I just I don't care about basketball until the games are played. Right I did now. hear this part. This was one of the parts I heard. Um, like the campout wasn't great, but there were again probably like twenty, thirty thousand UK fans in Oxford that that right, played a like, role. Yeah, there were other people that just probably. Like you did one good point you did make yesterday is that like the purpose of the camp out used to be because people had to do the only way to get tickets. Yeah. Now it's a novelty of it. You took the novelty away. It's going to, I don't want them to take this away. I agree with Calipari that like this is something kind of unique, and some recruits, it's, it can be a selling point for them. Uh, But for other people, it's a tradition. They like it. I think just give it time, it'll grow again. And I think that you've got a pretty cool setup how they have it right now. Like, what would they do it Friday to Saturday or Thursday to Friday? Yeah, fr- it Saturday? was Friday morning, and then you stayed Friday, Saturday night. Yeah, I see. And some morning. may also think, like, is it really, do I want to go to the hassle of pitching a tent? Save the everybody grow up and save the jokes <laughs> for the professionals on the radio show, okay? But do you, do I want to go to the trouble of pitching a tent for twenty four hours? Because first off, tents kind of annoying. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, when was the last time you slept in a tent? Not very comfortable. It's been a while. I've always kind of wanted to do like a do a tent in the backyard sort of deal, but then I start thinking about it. I'm like, well, it's it's like just kind of go stupid. inside. It's kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah. I, I could just maybe make once a fort, my kids get I could older, afford in the basement and yeah. be incredibly more comfortable. Uh, so, I, which by the way, adult forts, a lot of fun. I would do Thursday to Saturday. I'd, I'd make it an extra day. Let people kind of have a fun Thursday night down there. 
I don't think it'd be a bad idea to do it during the week of home games for football, if possible. And that way, you know, it can kind of be like a little bit of a pep rally for football, but you're celebrating basketball as well. I don't know. I like it. I like it happening. Turnout wasn't great this year, but I don't think anybody really expected it to be amazing. It was kind of like the videos, you know, the videos they did this year of like the tents getting set up. It was kind of sad seeing like how much real estate people had. It, yeah. it used to be like oh. every inch mattered. Mm-hmm. Now people were like setting up like cornhole on their own property. On <laughs> it, it, it just they had too much, entirely too much room. But I think it'll be back. Just year one of returning. It was uh, you got some hiccups to figure out, and also the one one overnight night. I don't think is really the way to go. But well, they had technically two overnight nights because they well, didn't it was get Friday the- morning, and then I thought they they went like. 5 a.m. Friday morning. Yeah, so they say Friday night. They say Saturday night. They got their card Sunday morning. Oh, I thought they got them Saturday morning. No, because the the little tent show was Saturday night. Oh, okay. Well, then that's fine. Because I think they even were like, we're going to have an Ole Miss watch party. It would be cool, though, if you did did have it home game weekend, and that's basically just a tailgate on the other side of campus. That'd be fun. And it'll never happen with – UK, but like have have us go do like the show, the B, the BBN Tonight Show, not the whatever the you, Big Blue Madness Camp Out Tent Show. Yeah, like have like have fun, have entertaining people. Yeah, not, no offense. Like yeah, it's like a Saturday night. People are out there camping out. Have some fun. Have people that are gonna make it a good time. Yeah. A texter says, got to check your spelling when searching for Sonny Leone. Might find a different type of jockey in a different industry. Also, LSU Tennessee is a noon kick, not at night. Has to favor the Vols, unfortunately. Oh, damn it. What the hell, ESPN? Why are you doing that to us? Yeah, I unfortunately unfortunately heard the horse racing talk yesterday, too. (laughs) Did you fall asleep? Yeah, nearly drove off the road. Uh, I didn't watch the video. I was driving. I couldn't watch the video. I, I thought to myself, maybe if I had the video, it would be better. But yeah, so he's just like pretty elbowing. It's, it's old school. It was old school. It made me think of like those mosh pits of uh, like the hardcore rock, you know, where like people just like throw their elbows. I like uh, similar. Ooh, to that. it makes me think of uh, we about to throw them bows. Remember that song? I do remember that song. Will Go you, fight. We you, you sing it more for the people that maybe aren't familiar with it. No, that's all you're getting. Oh, boo, yeah. boo. I don't want to hear any complaining about UK Gonzaga going up against Sunday Night Football. None. Well, well it's, it's, it's the Bengals Steelers. The Bengals oh, would never lose to the Steelers. Like that's one that Bengals fans. I know there's a lot in the area. That's one that you can be carefree. And just watch the basketball game because not this, not this Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm with two Steelers fans. They'll be the first to tell you. No chance the Bengals could beat the Steelers. You mean the Steelers could beat the Bengals? We're talking about Week One, right? Yeah, Steelers could beat the. Be- oh wait. Yeah, they already did. Wait, they already played. Yeah. No. Yeah, and the and the Steelers won. Their only win on the season. No, against the Bengals. Yeah. Bengals yep. went to the Super Bowl, the Super Duper Bowl. Uh, that's also. Made the joke on Twitter, so second time I've made the joke. And if you're in one of my friend group messages, that's the third time. I've oh, made the joke. nice, yeah. nice. Um, I was to them. I was talking to Jeff Drummond, Scoots, who has been a Steelers fan much longer than he. He's the biggest Steelers fan I know, mm-hmm. and he's already preparing for uh, the Steelers to not win a game until maybe th- after Thanksgiving. It makes sense. I mean, they got Schedules. four. They got four. I was reading an article yesterday. They got four of the top sixteen defenses in the league 
coming in as Kenny Pickett gets a start. Well, at least you all finally decided to move on from that bum Mitchell Trubisky. Who didn't see that one coming? No kidding. He was like the perfect Matt Canada. Let's just throw it three yards on third and eight. Perfect what quarterback for a that. not good quarterback. Uh, I will say this one. I, I will say I don't like the 7.30 time for UK Gonzaga. One, it's a little too late. Like, if you had it at five, it'd be perfect, like, family dinners, have everybody over, blah, blah, blah. Maybe some families that are older and don't have kids, 7.30s. Oh, okay yeah, like, you can't old. do a watch party at 7.30. No, but, like, if you would have done it even at, like, six, it would have been it would have been early enough. Secondly, 7.30 is directly on the nose bedtime. That's not ideal, but that's more of a personal problem. Mm, but yeah. 7.30, I, I think... I don't know. I, I would I would have just bumped it up one man, hour. That's a good point, TJ. I don't know what bedtime's going to be with two children. That's going to be a nightmare. I, I might I might just not. I'll, I'll just turn it on. And there'll be four minutes left. As somebody <laughs> that game. doesn't have a kid, uh, two kids, I have a kid who doesn't have two kids. I think it'd still just be like, hey, Duke's bedtime is bedtime, and the other baby's just going to kind of come and go. You know, like aren't. When babies are two months, it's just kind of like a hey, they'll sleep for four or five hours, then they'll yeah, be awake yeah. for a few hours. Right, then they'll sleep for four or five hours. So at least you won't have to really worry about that so much. The, yes, but uh, it might be a deal where it's like, oh, I've got to do bedtime because mom's feeding other baby or something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. has their own thing going on. So that's where it can for sure can get yeah. a little tricky. That's true. Uh, it never gets tricky at Salsaritas because they keep the customer in mind. Customer is numero uno at Salsaritas. That's why they have one of the most user-friendly apps in the, the, the world of apps, if you can believe that. Mm-hmm. You go to Salsaritas, you can order your lunch, you can order your dinner. They can deliver it to you. It can be waiting for you at the restaurant. You can even do catering. We've got, uh, we're having the family over for baby's first birthday over the weekend. Salsaritas nice. will be catering. It tells you how many people the food feeds, and you can add more to it if you need to. You can take some away if you need to. It's also easy at the touch of your fingertips on the Salsaritas app, and that's where you're going to gain points and save money. And even if you're just going to the restaurant and I, I've got time, I don't need to order it ahead of time, go to Salsaritas. They cook it fresh. It's there. You pick what you want. And then you'll scan your app, and you'll save money. You'll save time. They've always got some promo. I think yesterday was National Taco Day. I think National Nacho Day is, like, November 5th. Uh, so we'll be promoting National Nacho Day over the next few weeks Man, as love, well. love the Salsaritas nachos with those wildly addictive chips. Mm-hmm. Get your get your stuff on the side, too, so the Rouse, chips don't get soggy. by the way, we messed up yesterday. I know. It was National Taco it Day. Was. We didn't even mention it. Man. Wait, you all didn't mention National Taco didn't Day? Didn't know it till after the show. I know. Wow. And that's it, people weren't tweeting about it early enough in the day. We did enjoy our partnership with Salsaritas. We thank them for the years, but that's unforgivable, folks. It they're, is. They're going to leave us. Two locations in Louisville, St. Matthews and Middletown. Maybe we can make it up if our listeners go there for lunch today. Mm. Tell them Kentucky Roll Call sent you for a free smile. We'll come back one final segment of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. This is KRC on the Big X. Louisiana woman. Mississippi man. We get together every time we can. The Mississippi River can't keep us apart. There's too much love in this Mississippi heart. Too much love in this Louisiana heart. Well, I thought I'd been left, but I never had. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. My grandma drank all my pot. That is great. I'm just saying it's cool. I mean, how many people get to say that in a lifetime?
Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Head on over to ShadyRays.com. I'm doing it right now. You get to the website, and you're instantly blown away by the professionalism of it. Um, it's, it's It's got its stuff together. It's a, I don't think they... What what's uh it's a little is did the Big X website ever come up again? Mm, not ever, sure. Did we ever get that back? Let's see. It's back. Ooh, we're we're back. back. Yeah, all the way back. Yeah, it's probably still got a little bit going more going on on the shadyrays.com, but that's okay. I'm glad that our website is back. And then you just see that they've got uh, they've got a VIP program, 5% oh. additional discounts on every order. You get priority ordering process, but then you get your men's selection and then there's like a drop bar where there's about 30 other options. You get your women's, which is the same. They've got breast cancer awareness sunglasses oh, for a good. limited time. They look really really sharp. Uh, they kind of got a pink little hue to the to the lenses of them, as well. Nice. And you'll be. They got prescription glasses. They got blue light glasses. Uh, it's going to be winter before you know it. I know some people shiver when they hear me say that. They've got snow goggles if you're into some winter sports. So they've got it all at ShadyRays.com. Do not forget to use the promo code BIGX. Save 25% at checkout. Uh, they want us to mention, as they always, as we always do, the replacement pair, 30-day guarantee, money-back guarantee. Uh, you lose them, you break them, whatever happens, this is after 30 days, they'll send you a new pair. And then each and every time you order sunglasses or anything from Shady Rays, they're helping feed hungry folks across the country. So all good things at ShadyRays.com, promo code Big X. All right, Roush, anything that we desperately need to get to on today's show? Hmm. We'll feel like total goobers if we don't. I don't think. So, man, I just don't really, I really don't want to be a total goober. Oh, uh, Steven Garcia, still an idiot. Pretty big moron. He spent like, I don't know, a good five minutes trashing the crowd at Kentucky and saying they were so quiet until their basketball team showed up. And then we lost. Wait, what was that? Well, you know, the rest of Oh, Oh, you lost that game, you loser? What a loser. He's such a dork. Um, he thinks Kentucky's overrated, that was overhyped. A really, that was a really fun game. Um, why is anybody giving him the time of day? Because it's uh, – Like, it's, it's an idiotic take. I think anybody that's followed us, you see uh, – What has he been doing the last several well, years? he's a good representative of South Carolina fans, though. Probably so. Like, that's what they all think, right? Um, he was like, wow, we've lost seven of eight. That's really, and then he said a word that I can't say on the radio. It's like, yeah, that's what all of you idiots think. And his co-host at least did have the self-awareness to say, yeah, I don't think our fans give them any credit. Like They've been really good, but our fans don't give them any credit. And I think that is the heart of the animosity between these two schools. I think it's just the dumbness of people that you see far too often that can biases. It shows how biases can cloud the brain. But South Carolina fans just cannot accept that Kentucky's football program is better than them, which Mm -hmm. is true, and has been better for about a decade now or coming up on a decade now. Because if they accept that, it's a reality that they don't want to live in. Right. They they can't because they know that they're not Georgia. They can accept that. They know that they're not Florida. They can accept that. They know that they're not Tennessee, and they can accept that. Not that they like any of those things. That's what they're working to fix. But 
it's a it's a step of the ladder entirely too low for them to bring Kentucky into the equation. They can't accept that. Like he's busy comparing Kentucky to Vanderbilt, and it's like, but you lose to this team. And every I just think year. it's like the total wrong way that if your program is it, like I, I don't sit here and say that Kentucky baseball, unbelievable. We are we're knocking on the door. I feel like you need fair, honest assessments of programs to really start to fix them. I think it's been a big issue for U of L athletics in this uh, seven years of just misery. Is their unwillingness to admit that, like, hey, we're not what we think we are, and to get there, we just need to start over. South Carolina's in the process of their quote unquote start over, mm-hmm. but just the realization and the humbling that, like, hey, Kentucky's better than than we are. Maybe then you can actually find a way to fix that. But I love it. Keep it up. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't change a thing if if I'm giving if I'm talking to you all directly. I think um, I, I actually had a conversation with uh, somebody who this is one of the new Lexington TV guys. They previously worked in Columbia, and Garcia is no longer in town. Um, he moved back to his hometown, but now he. Uh, before he made that move, he was basically – he could show up and just start shooting people, and they would just all buy him around and then, like, put him on their shoulders and say, good job shooting those people. You're a great shot. Like, he could do no wrong in that town. Even though, if you look at his – he was quarterback for some of those good teams, but he also was there when they started getting bad again. It's very odd how yeah, much he, he South the, Carolina fans love that guy. He had some issues when he was there as well. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he's kind of a – Kind of a – he was a reckless individual. He was. <laughs> and yet they're still just like, we love this guy. Maybe that's why they like him because he's the true gunslinger. Everybody true gunslinger. likes a bad boy. Although compared to what they've been had going on lately. Oh, those yeah. Those were kind of the glory days, right? It's probably their best quarterback they've ever had, and he stunk. Yeah, I'd love for them – for like a somebody actually in the know to say, when's the last time South Carolina won in Lexington? 2012, okay. and it's, it's so they and they've lost, they lost the 2010 game too. So I think it's six of their last seven they've lost Man. in Lexington. How, and how funny was it that they did have that little streak against us? I think yeah, they had one yeah. like nine of ten. Right, and, then, and, and now then, uh, it's that, the that, shoes that, on the other foot. Yeah, seven that, of eight. Uh, Spurrier had never lost to Kentucky. Then he lost in 2010, and South Carolina's only won two games. And since UK then. retired him. Mm-hmm. He was so sad. Send him, send him to Social Security. But I would love for a South Carolina fan to know to let me know over the last ten years which home environment was easy, which one was comparable to Vanderbilt. UK fans, it's starting to change now, or it has changed now. But for South Carolina fans out there, the reason UK fans would have such a nice atmosphere for you all wasn't because you all were all that great of a program. It was the most obtainable goal to move past. So it was like, all right, as we are going up this pecking order, South Car- we can get South Carolina. Let's all show up. Let's make a good atmosphere. We can get these goobers. And then you got got. You got got real mm-hmm. good. And now uh, now you're just the bounce back game. That's where South Carolina is on the schedule. And I hope Kentucky just beats nice. the absolute snot out It'd of them. It would be a lot of fun. Although, eh, you just, I don't know. TJ missing work today. TJ slowly but surely turning into Trevor? Question Wow. You, you uh, rip a cig on the way in today? I, I can I can confidently say I'm not 
slowly or surely turning into Trevor. Oh, wow, Gonzaga fans are losing their minds over this. I don't. I haven't seen a ton of it. I've seen some of it. I just more of the same national media goobers. But yeah, I, I had yeah. I hadn't seen Gonzaga fans. But I don't really follow any Gonzaga fans. They have nobody to be mad of but their own head coach and their own basketball program. Yep. But you needed Kentucky so badly that you were willing to let us tell you what gym we were going to play in. Dorks. Speaking of dorks. And this goes without saying that Norlander is a massive dweeb. These folks beg for these type of games, then make little quips like that. So true. (laughs) Like, these games are great for college basketball. They're great for these media members. It's awesome content for the field of 68. But it's, it's not exactly what we wanted. Why would you care where like why would anybody care? That's not a thing that happens to any other team besides Kentucky. And it's they and then they whine about the F- Kentucky basketball fans, but they try to get attention from them at the same time. Yes. It's a very bizarre dichotomy. Mm-hmm. Kentucky fans are the worst. They're so crazy. And it's like you're trying to get a rise out of them. Buy it's- our Jeff Goodman can't guard me shirt. <laughs> it's just like, you know, again, it's it's Puts us between such a rock and a hard... We want good college basketball content. We don't want goobers serving it up on a platter. Good morning, fellas. Sitting here at my fun hobby. (laughs) 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 Quick question. Are you more interested to see some backup step in on defense or how they will fix the flak situation? Uh what am I more, I guess probably more interested in the flak situation, more excited to see the backups on defense because one I'm more confident in and one I'm a little bit more skeptical. And so I'm, 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 I guess I'm more interested in where I'm skeptical. Yeah. Cause that offensive line is the, the weak link on the team, right? So you're losing a guy who was starting to play well. Can we just put Chris Rodriguez at like left tackle or guard? Yeah. To just let him, he's so strong. He's physical. Yeah. He'll be all right. I hope it's just a healthy dose of C-Rod this weekend. I think the Kroger Field crowd will go bonkers for his yeah, when he crosses yeah. the goal line, which, oh, yeah. will, which will happen. If you can get any odds, multiple times. If you can get any odds on a Chris Rodriguez anytime touchdown, take it. Absolutely. To the bank. Uh, Ryan Lemon is not happy with the home schedule and thinks it's crazy that we're Kentucky and we play Poop State Popcorn Central at home. I know you would greatly appreciate this, TJ, which is why I'm bringing it up on the text line. I just love that even like everybody on that show is even giving Ryan hell because he's just like dying on this hill. <laughs> that like, wow, team college basketball teams play bad teams in November. I just I don't know where his basis is in history that it hasn't. This is this has been better than it normally is. Yeah, like, like better maybe, than it maybe normally in like is. the '80s. Like Joby Hall used to, but they also only played like thirty. No, not even. Th- they played a lot fewer games. They wouldn't start till December, and then they would only play like power five teams. Especially with the SEC being better, like that has to be taken into consideration and factored in. You're gonna have Auburn coming to town. You're gonna have Tennessee coming to town. And won their conference last year. You're gonna have Arkansas coming to town. You're gonna have Florida coming to town. You have the defending national champions coming to town. You've got Louisville coming to town. Uh, you've you've got the that uh, actually drags a non-conference schedule. Bellerman is a, a you know Bellerman's a, a fun opponent. I know that one doesn't. But really like they won, the they won their as, conference as, as last year. It's not all bad teams. Yeah, yeah. So I, 
if you're complaining about the schedule this year, you, you, you're just complaining and, and, to complain. And really what it boils down to in – I can agree with like the CBS Sports Classic took away a home and home against North Carolina like that that used to fill that schedule that, that yeah. gap there and that would be that was more I think that that registered more with fans than the CBS Sports Classic ever will and I've and I've said I, I want the CBS Sports Classic gone but I oh, ultimately you know again you're, I think you're 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 reaching if you're complaining about this one but to each their own a texter oh they. With that that Vander, I think other people have mentioned this. That Vanderbilt game looks like the Villanova logo. Yeah, the it's V. The blue. Yeah, it yeah. just it's throwing me off. It is. Is but, it just me, or does the spread on this game seem like Vegas is screaming Kentucky blowout? They kind of are. They are. Um, I don't know. I can't find a reason so far to take South Carolina with ten points, but that may be the reason in its own right. Wicked had a stat. They're two and seven in their last nine as dogs. That's two and seven against the spread. Zero out, outright wins. It may be one of those like eh, it kind of stinks. Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't know. I think Kentucky should win big, but the fact that I feel that way makes me almost want to throw some cash on South Carolina plus ten. What uh? What the, was the total em- emotional hedge? Kind of feels like an under game. Either UK blows them out and I get a nice win, or. I win some money and it's a close game and you sweat it out. I don't know. But Kentucky doesn't often blow out SEC teams for the most part. It's true. But two touchdowns would feel closer than most would want it to be, right? And yet you're still covering. Yeah, I guess you never really know. If it's like 17-3, to then it probably feels like a blowout. It's also worth noting that uh, the series as of late, it's been pretty close games. Even though Kentucky's won them all, the only blowout was the loss whenever Lynn Bowden came in at quarterback late to stop the shutout. 49 is the over-under. It feels like South Carolina's not going to score a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I could see that one going over. I think UK could score. That's the thing. It could be 31 to 14 and that, you know, you lose. Howard the Shring Cheese Tune. I don't get it. John here. Good morning to all. Man, I'm glad the gosh darn schedule is here and finished. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm just ready for some basketball action. The season buildup seems like it's been going on forever. Do you guys feel the same? I also believe Coach Woodson is a great fit for IU, and they will be better. So, yes, bring on that game next year. We will be glad to add an L to their record. Well, we got to go talk to you later. Might be good this year, but definitely not going to be good next year. Disagree. Eh, losing all of your good players, not bringing in any good players. We're bringing in all kinds of good players. What are you talking about? Eh, are you? At least two of them. Eh. Aren't they the four stars? Yeah. Did we already talk about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We've talked about that. <laughs> Maybe more will come in. And then you always have the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Transfer right. portal should have been like a is a godsend for IU at the when when it happened at the state of their program. Because they can sell, hey, we our fans will show up. We actually care. Never mind the fact that we're starting to lose ground on recruiting. But maybe it's back now. Maybe it's back with it's old back. Mike Woodson. Gonzaga fans are upset, but ignore the fact that few refuses to stand up to mean old Cal and fight to have it at their high school gym. They should be glad UK is even paying attention to their champion list program and going out west to play them. UK doesn't need Gonzaga. Gonzaga needs UK to validate their program. Great point. Great point. Big old suck it to Mark Few and Gonzaga. Similar to Indiana. Bunch of bums. Hey, Scoots, since your Hoosiers lost, you switching over? 
Um, definitely for this week because Kentucky's going to win. Indiana's got Michigan, so twenty-two points. Not going to be great. When's the lost seven hundred party? Uh, I think we've got three more, so it'll happen this year. We'll have to have a big. Is it going to be the first college team to do that ever? Ever. Do you know which NFL team has the most losses? Big one. I don't. No, I would say the Bears or the Lions. No, I would say the Lions because the Lions have had more losing. But they, they, they're they one of those OG teams, though. The Lions are second mm. in losses. Um, do, do, do. Maybe Cardinals because the St. Louis Cardinals were around for a while. It's the Cardinals. Hey! Nice. Nicely done, Roush. Six like teams it. on each side in the MOB baseball playoffs. Thank you. Love that um, – the Detroit Lions had the fun stat where they've scored the most points and also given up the most points in the NFL this year. Oh, that is interesting. Mm. Went back and watched the 2013 game versus South Carolina. So many names I can and can't remember making plays. Can anyone name the DB that caught the last interception that sealed the game? Uh, Hint, it could be the sister of Mike from Bad Boys. Oh, Ashley Lowry, who got the DUI and Stoops. That was his first. Uh, it wouldn't have been the 2013 game, right? It was 2014. Yeah, he corrected it later and said 2014. Yeah. Ashley Lowry, yeah. He got a DUI or they fell asleep while driving and just kind of acted like it never happened. Wow, breaking news. Big Bobby Regan has signed a contract extension with Barstool. Good job, Bobby. Bobarino. That's cool. Good for him. Ooh, I've got a contract talks coming up. Oh. Should I should I talk to Bobby and then get a competing deal to try to drive up the price? Absolutely. <laughs> Love that, it. Art of negotiation. <laughs> have you ever had to have like contract negotiations? It's the first time ever. I'm oh, excited. Man. I've never had never even signed a contract before. Or like I don't even know if I've had a formal job interview in my life. This is weird. Is it in person or is it No idea. Okay. In fact, I should probably bring this up to HR. Like, hey, yeah. um, I think we're contracts yeah. expiring <laughs> soon. Maybe we should talk about this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd like, we'll, I'd like we'll to still have a job. No, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's there's expired? Just one, it's there's already one day, and I'm just – Wait, oh. Roush didn't show up to work today. <laughs> <laughs> the playing of R. Kelly after discussing the racing Louisville scandal was a bit much. You didn't. Yeah, that was bad timing. No, it wasn't R. Kelly. It was T-Pain. Was it? Yeah, it was bartender. Okay. But, yeah, yeah. Man, that yeah. racing Louisville stuff. Yeah, sheesh. That's not Whew. That's not good. That's not good. Not great at all. Correct, TJ. Every inch matters when you're pitching your tent. Classic. There we go. Mm, great timing on that joke, too. What did Nick say? They had a little tent show on Saturday night? Sounds like it got pretty wild out there. <laughs> oh, boy. If the Kentucky series resumes, do you prefer on-campus games or larger neutral site games like the old RCA Dome events where half the arena was blue and half the other was red? This is Glenn, Glenn from Alexandria, Virginia. Oh, hey, Glenn. I don't know if we've had somebody from Alexandria, Virginia. First-time texter. Text in. I like, you listening. I like the split arenas, but you don't, I don't think you need a, a dome to do that. You can do it in the M Center, and you can do it at Gaines, Gainesway? Gainbridge. Gain, Gainbridge. Bridge Gain. I just, well, I would just have it at the Yum Center every year. Uh, Louisville's what two hours from Bloomington? Uh, yeah, that's about right. Maybe a little less actually. It's an hour and a half from Lexington. 
bada boom, bada bing. You got Indiana right over the river where it's predominantly IU I fans. Just, I would love to just go to a game at the M Center and cheer for my team instead of the stupid Cardinal Birds. Because, like, going downtown. Oh, so you're admitting you cheer for the Cardinal Birds. I think wow. I, I think I did in that Duke game wow. that we went to. That was pretty fun. You heard it here first. Oh. I don't remember who the hell I cheered for in that one. Well, cheered against it was a the, close game. I we cheered against I, the refs. I, I know bet that. UofL to cover the spread, and I think they blew it at the end. Or no, they covered. They did. I think they did cover Duke this year, but they did yeah. not win. No. Um, first game, well, Coach K's farewell. Oh. Shucks that he retired a loser. But I, I, I don't, I don't really care where they play. I don't blame UK if they don't want to go back to Assembly Hall. I don't care if they do. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, but I do. I think the neutral sites are better for that rivalry. Just you got to keep it like don't have a neutral site game between IU and UK in New York City. Yeah, yeah. Play and close here. I do think Indy's a much bigger. I think Indy is a bigger advantage for IU playing in Indy than Louisville is for UK playing in Louisville. But it's not enough really to whine about. So if that's what they end up doing, so be it. UK fans will travel. Uh, we have five coaches fired now, and how are none of them Eli Dorkowitz and Brian Harson? Luckett uh, made a good point, thinks that they just want Brian Harson to eat the Georgia loss this weekend and then fire him. Mm. Yeah. Don't they're, want to enter they're 30 him. 30-point dogs? I yeah, think. 30, 30. That is. The highest spread in this Ooh. series was 15 points. And wow. That was la- and that was last year. That was the highest ever. Ooh. 30 is a lot for a program like Auburn to have far, to take. Far from grace. John here again. Also, I'm glad to say, case closed. All rise to home okay, run. King we don't of, care. Quit it. Yeah, just no, quit it. Yeah, no, we don't cares. care. Text. I hope the Yankees lose instantly. Yep. Uh, they they did correct themselves. 2014 when Ashley Lowry got that interception, and I legitimately think Louisville beats, or excuse me, Bellerman beats Louisville this year. Cannot wait to hammer the Knights. Oh, that is going to be. I hope it's early enough to where they can get a good number. I have uh, a friend that's a big, huge Bellarmine basketball fan, and he likes U of L, but he's a bigger Bellarmine fan. He is he is totally convinced U of L loses to Bellarmine this year. That would especially be especially with that guard play. He thinks Scotty D's got something special That'd be great. served up for the cards. That would be so much fun. All right, everybody, have a great Wednesday. We will. Uh, who are we taking in the? I'm taking Central Florida in the points tonight. Wait, who are they playing? Two and a half versus SMU. SMU. I'm in a very precarious position because Gus sucks in these situations, but I've also been burned by SMU before. I'd probably just take the home team at the points. Yeah, I'm just going to take Central Florida. Why the heck not? Give me SMU, baby. Everybody have a great Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, oh, Nick Roush, and Justin Kaylee. Oh, cow. Call, daughter.